Hanukkah might be over, but I am just getting started. <laughs> In a town full of haters, I'm not afraid to be greater. <laughs> that was really, you know what? Honestly, my number one is rhyming. I love rhyming. And you know who's great at that? Tamra Judge. And it's branding. It's self-branding. It is self-branding, so. which is what a tagline in and of itself. It is a, it's, it's a housewife's business card. Is there anyone that's ever spoken in f- th- uh, first person on a tagline before? Like, I, I think all the time, right? I might be dumb, oh God, but at least person. I'm not stupid. Oh, my God. Do not oh, put the third person. <laughs> I was like, Durr. I think that's the point of it, is it not? Unless you're Kyle and you're like, in this town, in well, Beverly Hills. Immediately, like, right in. I'm into your, it. Your you're, listeners are going to be like, listen, you, I'm sure we're going to have some real no. gems today. <laughs> Guys, just to let you know, we're literally recording this Thursday night. I just, well, I'm going to introduce the guest in just one second. Oh, also, it's Andy's Girls. Welcome. It's episode whatever. <laughs> Guest just choked on water in the clavis. I truly was I'm on not the... even drinking. Well, you're drinking water, water yeah. but you know, I obviously I have three different beverages of different variety. I have Gatorade Zero, a sodium thing, and decaf coffee. I'm literally riding high because I was just re-watching Beverly Hills in Salt Lake City, but during most of Beverly, all of Beverly Hills and a part of Salt Lake City, I was on the phone with Staples mm-hmm. because they sent me a college's admissions cards instead of my holiday cards which have been delayed by like over a week okay and they are you know it's like a fucking yeah like it's like a it's an undertaking to do my annual holiday card mailing an undertaking to watch potomac well potomac wasn't even one of the shows i was watching because i watched that last did i watch this morning i watched that is absolutely a show i would put on in the background while i'm on the phone well it was just kind of awkward because i was like listening to kyle yell and then i'm like "Uh uh-huh still here okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) but poor potomac can you ever imagine until this season a time in which potomac would be spiritually connected with hold music that feels like and that feels like coming did you we talked about this. Okay, well, listen, before we deep dive in, and maybe we should start with Potomac, to be honest, I have to introduce this return guest whose first time to the cloth, the last time he was here in person on the People's People's Couch was before my apartment makeover. And I feel like you have not yet noticed the gloriousness of the couch. No, the it's, I've seen photos of it before. Oh, okay. It doesn't It doesn't do it justice. Thank you. Is that color, cor- is that like a, so a, like a gradient? So this was designed by Studio Piccolo, which is how I like to say it. And it's just like, she literally, I've made a couple changes because unfortunately there have been some acquisitions since the Clawfist was but designed. But it's not on a gradient, right? So it's, it's not on a, it's not like a full like rainbow Roy G. Biv, but it was, every single piece is intentional. Like okay. the, the placement of the color with the, pattern but you don't want it to be too much pattern and the color like the vibrancy is everything was intentional yeah my closet too right because i'm joking same exact thing um listen welcome back to andy scrolls content creator i mean the man the myth legend you know him as be greater also known as your tagline but also yeah. Truly, evidently, he's Madonna at BravoCon at any kind of a Bravo <laughs> event because he's surrounded by just the super fans who have great taste on it. This is the worst introduction I've ever done. <laughs> I feel like I'm 
started like 10 minutes ago, but I hate going. <laughs> he dramatically <laughs> makes no sense. Maybe. Listen, he's Pet Shop Boy. He's host of the podcast, The V-List, and he is here in the Clawfist. B, how are we? I'm good. I'm good. It's been, it's been a long week. Yeah. But but we're good. I'm happy to be in the Clawfist. It's colorful in here, and I like it. Thank you. Have you ever thought painting the walls at all, or are you going to keep it white? <sighs> no, Let because the we the did talking. the, we kept the, we, I actually got the full apartment repainted, and I've been here for over a decade. I've never asked for that. Mm-hmm. And technically, you're supposed to be able to get it every three years, but I've never asked. Oh, so, to get them to paint the- To paint yeah. the, yeah. So they did a full repainting, so it was like freshly painted when we started to bring stuff in. But because of the lease stuff in New York, and I know there are some people who do paint, actually, because you're bedroom is beautifully painted yeah literally every room in my apartment every room has i just theme. can't do it i just i just that's the one i there's certain stuff with like lease stuff where i just don't even want to think about it so oh, i yeah. just well i'm not painting it back someone else is i'm not <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that wasn't your security deposit well no i'm gonna paint it i'm it's i'm gonna have it painted back but i'm not gonna be the one to paint it back but isn't that gonna come out of your security deposit no no, not if you, no? if you get it done pro- properly. They won't know that the paint's not. Yeah. So who's going to pay for it? What am I not understanding? I'm going to pay for it. Oh, you're yeah. okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay. Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought. I mean, I could okay. paint it back. I feel like with painting, I, that's just like the one thing that I. That's the line I won't. <laughs> We're having an inside joke. That's the line that I will not cross is painting because I just feel like that's so much work that you know that you have to do. What colors? What colors your bedroom? It's dark. It's like a navy. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's very like grown and sexy. (laughs) (laughs) You have great taste. Thank you. I appreciate that. Navy's my favorite color. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. It's such a good color. And then I have like weirdly like an office in my apartment and it's painted like chocolate brown. (laughs) It sounds disgusting and weird, but it's all based around a 70s painting. I forget the name Mm. of the artist, but I bought it and it's like this vintage giant kind of like large graphic. It's like orange and brown and cream. It's very like... It's my entire apartment gives Watch What Happens Clubhouse. It's very, does it? It's kind of like a post um, postmodern kind of like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember what postmodern. Means. <laughs> I'm like that's not seventies, like right? <laughs> Wait, can you be postmodern and be seventies? Because I think the clubhouse is like very seventies energy, but postmodern to me means like. I don't know what that means. I you, I went to school for theater. I could like act like a piece of paint, but I I can like act like a crayon, I but I can't. Postmodern would be like, yes, postmodern could be like 60s, 70s. Oh yeah, then I was right. Okay. Yeah, like Andy Warhol would be considered. Right. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Shout out to Andrew. Um, all the Andrews, Cohen, Warhol, just all the all the bright lights. <laughs> the theater. Cohen is pretty similar to Andy Warhol. Yeah. That I mean, Watch What Happens Live is the factory. Totally. Uh, Vicky Gunvalson would be the Edie Cedric. Oh, dark. Or, or rather, no, Nini would be. Oh, better. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you think she's going to come back to Bravo? No. Okay. No. Do we want her to come back to Bravo? No, I'm good. Really? I think she's given her best. But that's not like to, I'm not like, it's like, I think she's probably a lovely woman. But like, I think that... Um, for me personally, I think her best seasons were the first mm. iteration of her, and then she started to click down when she found the Hollywood fame, and I feel like it just got like less fun to be around. She got less fun to follow on the show. And then when she came back, it just wasn't the same. I think she was in her element when she was with Kem Zolciak all mm. the time. They work together, but they don't work separately. 
And they certainly, I mean, <laughs> Kim, my God. Kim doesn't work in general now. Truly. Apparently. And we're seeing the According results of that. Corey. Yeah. What a mess. That is so dark. Did you that saw the whole, video? Yeah. It's so, it's honestly, it's so I do not so want that woman sad. back on my TV. So I any... just like, I need them, someone to find a rainy day fund so those kids genuinely can have whatever counseling is and should be frankly, like I think required because what they are seeing in that house night after night with the police constantly being called and there being this very odd. Corey's like back and forth. Who called you guys? Your kids called us. What kid? I was like, oh no, <laughs> sir. You have six of them. So oh, like yeah, one of gotta, them did. Yeah. One of them picked up the phone. It's so sad. Santa skipping that house. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Let me stop. He because they couldn't pay their utilities and their gates apparently broken has to be manually opened. No, she said. that's what she said in the video. Oh, I didn't watch all of it because I was She's sitting so in her car out. and they said, "Well, where are you coming from?" She said, "Well, I just came from my hair appointment, ma'am." You know what? When she said the hair appointment, I was like, oh, we can't help you. Because <laughs> she's selling her wigs for like $3,000 and all of her bags are um, Keep the wigs at least twice. Don't get the. What are we doing? I like, know. what are we doing here? I know. It doesn't make sense. I don't know how they're going to get she's themselves out of the this. Prices. I know. And who's going to buy it? A super fan isn't going to spend that kind of money. They're going to buy it. She should She should be on Cameo. I was just going to say, like, if George Santos can make six figures in two days, then, you know. Allegedly, he's made over a million dollars in a week. I hate y'all. I know. We are ill. <laughs> we are clicking down as a culture. We like, are. I, I will never forgive y'all for making him a celebrity. I mean, listen, like, you know, I say y'all. I mean, this is how I talk about. I'm not talking to the Andy's girls. Oh, no, you can yeah. include us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that follows me on social Do knows like that I was, I was dragging like, befuddled? him. befuddled? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, no, we all deserve to be dragged. I'm totally okay well, with the universal be, like, drag. Someone is sitting home like, well, Who actually, I never. I don't <laughs> care. If people don't get it, yeah. they don't get it. That's not on you. The girls that get it, get it. Amen. The Andy's girls we, that get it, get it. We as a it. culture have fucked up a little bit. Yeah, no, but you, as anybody that follows me on social knows that I dragged him consistently every single day. It's my favorite pastime. But then the second that he got expo expelled from Congress, I'm like, yeah. okay, so we're good. Yeah. No more, I'm good. And I didn't really talk about him again. And then next thing I know, people are literally paying for $400 a pop cameos from him. I'm like, you guys are missing the mark here. Like, the, yeah. as a culture, this is not what we need to be doing. He needs to go to prison. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or at least, like, find that veteran he stole that dog money from, and someone should get that man some money. He also pisses me off, because, like, you know, we always talk about, like, gay representation in Congress, but then that's the one we got. Like, it wasn't serving, not at all. Like, he's not serving. He's, like, quick clacking his way up to, like, the, the, the podium, and he's mm. just, like, thinking he's... And he's always got that, like, ill-fitting Uniqlo faux cashmere sweater on and then it's yeah, like yeah he does that like finance bro look doesn't he a little bit where like it's like there's the always like done. layers his lips look great okay it's just like the whole thing is just kind of a mess but um i mean you know with representation i was th i always think about this I'm when dragging i dragging george santos again <laughs> on the fucking so on a housewives podcast. <laughs> the thing that i always think he's about not safe anywhere around me <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I always think about when it comes to like hashtag representation matters is Elizabeth Holmes because I remember <laughs> Which right after she? Theranos right blood fraud 
so I remember when that all went to shit, when it was like exposed, she was like lied about everything. And David Boys was like coming after people mm-hmm. and trying to ruin their lives and families or whatever to not tell the truth that her like lab was a lie. Um, I remember when that came out, people were talking about the fact that like if you were a young woman looking for a venture capital firm to back you, you would be fucked because she represented the idea of a woman as like the head of a company Uh and potentially being a unicorn in Silicon Valley and everything else. And the fact that she ruined this for everyone. And I totally get that. Like I understand that. But also, I think that we need to have enough young. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. I did it, but I'll I'll treasure that memory forever. I always think about like we need enough women in Silicon Valley who are like heading businesses for some of them to be criminals. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we representation matters, and sometimes women are horrible. Like there's sometimes things happen. More like, often than not on Housewives. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> representation means that like people can be complicated and there's the idea and stereotype of I think the way that women are viewed in business or just in society of being almost meek or deferential or looking for life yeah. in exact in one linear fashion. And it's like, no, people are complicated. Women can also be criminals. And yeah. ideally we have enough women in Silicon Valley that the one that we get get isn't elizabeth holmes yeah ideally there's elizabeth holmes and then like a fucking einstein susan einstein or something i, get that. I don't necessarily need my gay representation especially as it pertains to um uh what's his name i'm sorry george santos, santos. i don't need him to be like morally upright and upstanding i we just, just need, need him to have... not look like a gay grimace well and we need to have more gay representation in congress yeah so that well, he's yeah. not viewed as a symbol of literally well, anything but the himself. Well, because there's not really. That's so. the point. We need <laughs> to have talking more... about the electoral college. Well, no, that's not really the electoral college. But you no, get, but that's yeah. the thing is yeah. that like there is something to be said for uh, when people look at one person as representative of an entire group of people, you're fucked because they're <laughs> never going to be exactly the way that a person would expect because we're all human. But if they're a criminal yeah. like George Santos or Elizabeth Holmes, no, gr- not great. Not great. Um. Who's a housewife that you would want to represent you in Congress? Fuck me. Um, Dolores. When in doubt, Dolores. Like, remember that dumb poll that was like, who do you want to grab a beer with? Yeah. Which which presidential contender? And I was like, why would this ever? Why? I don't want to grab a beer with someone running the country. I want them to be running the country. But Dolores is absolutely, arguably something that you could run. She could run the country or a state or a city or whatever. And then you could go grab a cocktail with her. I would argue Ashley Darby would be a great um, pillar oh, politician. I she's agree. literally been through. She's been through enough scandals. Like a politician. True. Yeah. So she, she kind of, she's really intelligent. If you're she ever, is. Yeah, if you listen to her. What do you think is happening with that divorce? I don't know. I, I really, people have a lot of theories. They say that they're staying married so that she has no intentions of getting, div- I've read so many different theories online. I think the thing is, is I just stopped caring. But um, mm. because I found that it's unfortunate, but the second that she moved out of that house with him, mm-hmm. her storylines kind of went. There's not really anything that's been going on in her life outside of getting into other people's drama. Why they're still together, I don't know. I wonder if it's a money thing because they still, doesn't he like own half of her, like don't they own that house together that she's living in? The that's Airbnb the that I she threw that was... party at? I don't know. That You can't tell me that's not an Airbnb. I'm so sorry. It's a cute looks, house. It's it so pretty. very nice. It's I not an, it's, it for an Sometimes Airbnb. people want to like, a, you know, decorate their house to look like a hotel. 
look at Chateau Dubrow. That was like the saddest, least welcoming mega mansion. A person yeah. that looked like a Ritz Carlton in Aspen. I still I hold strong on that. That looked like a Four Seasons in Vale. Like that was not a house with charm. Miss those Ashley's has charm. Houses. It does have charm, I guess. Yeah, it does. We haven't seen where Karen lives in a minute. I know. I was just thinking that, but it's it's very white and gold. Yeah. Yeah. So your feeling about Potomac, I thought this week, the most recent episode I watched late, but I watched it. I thought it was super solid. By f- I know this isn't a high bar for the season, but I thought it was by far the most interesting and entertaining episode that we've had. Oof. And low it's a low bar. bar. Yeah. So how, where do you think we go from here? Do you have any feelings when you're watching? Like, are you connected in any way to Potomac? No. Really? No. I love Karen, so I'm going to keep like tuning in and checking in on her. But like everybody else is not really... Ashley's kind of phoning it in. I think she's trying to get involved in the mess, but she doesn't have any personal story going on. I think yeah. what you have to do is you either have to, and Danny Pellegrino, I was talking to him on your shout podcast. Out on my podcast last week. Amen. Um, Danny Pellegrino was on, and he made a good point. He said, We either have to demote Robin or Giselle, one of the two. Keep them in the mix, but like one of them has to go down to part time or something. Well, I think we know who that and would I be. And I think it would be Robin, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Giselle, because maybe knocking out Giselle, he said, would really show everybody else that like, wow, anybody, this could happen to anybody. And it would really, because to be fair, like even Karen, I think Karen's trying to make it a good show. Totally. I think she like wants the best, but it's just like, but Giselle seems the least inclined to play with anybody. Like she's just like sitting there, arms crossed, doesn't want to, but also Candace. What? Candace does not have any, like, what? I continue. Oh, well, I think Candace is filming a totally different show than everybody else. In she, a bad she way? To, she wants to be a pop star. Like, she needs a spinoff to go do her little. No, I totally disagree. You don't think, I think she works great on Potomac. Mm. I just think. But I've never been a huge Candace fan, too. Oh, so that's okay. Just like, got it, got it, got it. Know, yeah. There's just like not enough there anymore. It's not bringing me joy. It feels unsettled. And honestly, the reality with Robin and Juan, I think, is the fact that like, it, people seem to be understandably so if you like care about her pushing for her to be happy but you can't the wand stuff is so you dummy i mean that's what it is she clears out his phone all the time she what is i forget exactly what she said she Something said about he him, like, clears wi- his phone all the time phone. he doesn't save phone numbers so that's a reason why he constantly deletes his messages but also i trust him so i haven't asked Blink which one twice is if it? you need help robin like this is crazy well like, the, the stakes are typically supposed to be that the person wants to stay married or is trying to figure out if your spouse is a fuck up like what happens if she doesn't care or she what happens if she like is accept- not a great housewife because she just doesn't really seem she seems ambivalent about everything in her life so if she doesn't care then why should we that's the problem and it's not even that she if she doesn't care i think she cares a lot but she's unwilling to face the reality she's okay not knowing and pretending that nothing happened and if she's okay pretending that then why are we having this conversation yeah you know what i'm saying like cast members talking to her about it is just making her uncomfortable because she she to me does not care which people have many different kinds of relationships she might just think to herself i would rather be in this dynamic than not but if she wants to stay in it then why are we talking about him i think for my problem with potomac is like less surgical it's less like talking about the minutia Mm -hmm. of it all it's more overarching themes of like identity on the show and i mean identity in terms of like the show's identity like the reason that I fell in love with Potomac was because nothing, it was like a weird painting. Like it was always just mm. kind of off. Like mm-hmm. you look at Karen and you're, she's talking and you're like, you look in the background of her house. You're like, is that a, 
Is that one of those like glass, you know, when like, <laughs> I always talk about this, like the stereo systems and you have to push the glass and it pops open. You know what I'm talking about? Like you're like when your parents were like less financially stable in the 80s. and, and What was it? <laughs> oh, well, like a cassette pops out? Yeah, like you push the glass and it pops open and then you have the stereo system in the. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. I, had like, I, I swear to God she had that in the background of her house. And I was 100%. like, what the fuck is going on? It was like the year 2000. It was just like a relic, like an artifact. I and I was just like, It was just like stuff like that. Yeah. Katie Rust was a little bit off. Cherise. Mm. It's just like the identity of the show was that it was like no other show. Yes. And now it's gotten to the point where like with the addition of Wendy and NECA and it's just like, I feel like they get hair and glam done. And I'm like, what? differentiates this show from any other Housewives show now. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you're actually just not doing it as well as the other shows. It's just like, I miss the days where it was just like, Potomac didn't care. It was Potomac. It was mm -hmm. different. Karen looked like a Karen. Like she <laughs> looked like, you know what I'm like? Karen was plucked out of Talbot's. And oh, oh my God. You know, Chico is my yeah, mom's favorite. Absolutely. Like, and, and, but I'm not, that's not a drag. Like I'm not dragging no. her. That's, I love Karen. That's my mother. Like of she course. raised me. Like that's. Amen. We I, die I, for I, Ann Taylor Loft. A hundred percent. Yes. Her and Ray raised me. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, I, I miss those days and I was, that's the show that I fell in love with. And now that like, even Giselle, like Giselle actually kind of dresses okay now. It's I miss the upsetting. days where it was like every time you saw her on camera, like, God, Karen, or Giselle, what are you wearing? She'd have that guitar leather uh, bag, the, the guitar Strap. bag. Oh. And then the weird glasses. Yeah. And then like the bolero, it was just like a lot. Sneakers. Yeah. Like a bad high I top. I miss that because like that, I would watch it because it was just like, pure fuckery you didn't know you can't tell what day of the week it is in potomac <laughs> i don't know what the weather is because everybody's dressed like they're going to a different event mm. now it's like they all kind of blend in the same like mia is the same too it's just like it's too trying to be perfect and i miss the imperfections that made me fall in love with the show don't you think that when that's... they would go vacation there remember their their first cast trip was to um Oh my Rehoboth. god! Yes, and they were sleeping on bunk beds or whatever. Oh god, <laughs> like, Ashley's beach house. Yeah, with like turquoise colored walls, oh and they god, had popcorn nightmare. ceilings. Nightmare. And I was like, "This Loved is," it. but like that's the Potomac yeah. that I want. I yeah. don't need them trying to be something that and failing miserably. But don't you think that's somewhat inevitable? Like, look at the New York City reboot. The New York City reboot didn't start where yeah. New York started season one. It started where. Yeah. New York kind of is New York City is season 14 where it's this kind of like influencer everybody has a filter on Instagram and IRL and there's But it's New York. There's a sheen to but it. It's, but there's a sheen but to I New feel York like that, now. Don't like, you think there's like... a sheen to everywhere now? Uh, I guess maybe we just have to keep like moving around. I feel like New Orleans could be gritty in a way. It could be really interesting. I would love to see New Orleans. It's just a different show. They're just I, I just the, the point being is that like I feel like Potomac used to be so different. Mm. And now I feel like they try to do these like gotcha storylines about people's husbands cheating. And I'm like, how is this any different than Atlanta? We've been seeing the same story for the past like how many years on Atlanta? It was they fall into this trap of like every season we're just either either your husband's gay or he's cheating. Mm -hmm. And this is what we're talking about. I don't know. And or then, now it's witchcraft, I guess. I don't know. Oh God. What and I felt with people so... that are not equipped to be having the conversation no. because it is really I, I it's icky for me. I'm like, they're talking about Nigerian culture and like witches and stuff. And I'm like and they don't even know what they're talking about. 
Well, and then Mia this week, like, <laughs> Mia this week sees a bird and is like, "Is that your mom or something?" I'm I so thought, done with her. I really was like, "Did you just say that out loud?" I was very appreciative for Dr. Wending being like, "Don't talk about my mother," and also you <clears> don't <throat> know what you're talking about, and you could see in Mia's face where she's trying to calibrate. Wait, yeah. I thought I was supposed to say terrible things for TV. Oh wait, maybe I should like not with yeah. this situation. You could watch the math, mathing in real time where she's trying to calculate. I never liked Mia, really. I mean, I, I, I be, at the beginning, I kind of went back and forth with her. I was like, mm. am I going to like her? Is she chaotic? She's, um, to me, like the brown Brandy Glanville. Like she's kind of got like the same vibe. Really? <laughs> yeah, like kind of like, yeah, right? No? No, well, I don't think she's anywhere near as strategic and I don't think she's anywhere near as quirky. I really don't. I, really I think she can do it non sequitur, but Brandy, I think, was like out of control from yeah. day two on. Yeah. I mean, season two on. Season one, maybe not as much because she was in the thing. But of to things. be fair, I haven't really done a real Beverly Hills rewatch. I mean, I don't plan to do one because it's so dark those years. Yeah. You know, that's it's, it's Beverly tough. Hills is not a feel good. Let's rewatch, you know. The Taylor era is tough. No. So, what is your experience watching Beverly Hills this day, these days? Sutton's carrying. She is. <laughs> She's carrying. Oh, my God. They should be thanking their lucky stars for that cuckoo. I Crazy, mean, histrionic, nutty. <laughs> but I feel like she's Love like, it. honestly, she's. She's the fourth Richard sister. <laughs> <laughs> she would like literally be rolling around on the ground for that right now. She wants that title so bad. Do you think she does? I she think wants she's just to be a Richard it. sister so bad. I think she's she wants just to be a Hilton like, sister. Yeah, she hundred. Well, she yeah. kind of is. Yeah, kind of. She's, she's in some ways more Hilton than Hilton, or maybe equally Hilton. She said she's better in with um, Kathy than Kyle is. So arguably, I yeah. mean, well, that's the delight of not being a relative with someone. Anybody else would be, yeah, arguably closer, better, whatever else. You know me though. I've never really like loved Beverly Hills. Again, it's the conversation about some of my f my favorite housewives. Usually mm -hmm. are like the brokest <laughs> or like the craziest <laughs> you the do love, love a, a little you love a kooky queen i do i just like someone that's kind of off i don't like them too perfect in beverly hills there's like nothing underneath the surface right now that's really like jumps at me like i think angie k is so this is not to say i don't think angie k is broke by any means but um but she's so she's a mess She's so not good at it. I know. I love that it's perfect. Like it crosses over into high camp. Like <laughs> no, it. She, well, I don't it's think literally knows, high camp. No, she doesn't know. I don't think she knows that the eyewear that she shows up in every scene is a different. It's like even on the same vacation, it'll be same day. Yeah, and then she'll come back in the room, and it's completely different eyewear. And then I'm like. <laughs> And in her mind, she's like, I'm serving. <laughs> and in a way, she is. She is. But it's just like, it's so glorious. It's my favorite kind of housewife. It's someone who's like, doesn't always feel the temperature in the room. Sweet. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Um, Just here for vibes. Like. Yes. <laughs> and honestly, I think Angie K. Okay. So if we're going to talk about Angie K, we're really going to talk about it because I was in the comments fighting for my fucking life for those first couple of weeks that the show first aired. Oh. The first, this season. Oh, I was okay. like, I was like, I'm a Stangy. I have a group chat. Shout out Katie and, uh, and Lexi. Oh, we I love have, Bravo Batch. Yeah, we Bravo, love Bravo. We love our Bravo, Bravo Batch. Besties. We have a group chat called Angie K Stands. Shut we, up. I need to be added to that. Well, you weren't originally a no, stand. No, I wasn't. 100% was not. I, I was, was stand as There like were an only about 10 ago. of us nationwide. I absolutely am sure I judged you and we dragged you. We were like an underground cult community. <laughs> um, 
no, and we're, this dates this dates back to her first appearance in the Sprinter van in season whatever the awful one was. Se- season three is that? Yeah, yeah, last season when she first showed up in that Sprinter van after Jen dumped the water on her and she started oh. eating her up, and I was like, oh yeah, there's something there. <laughs> There's something there. But um, no, this first season aired and everybody was like, we don't like her. She's so awful. And I was like, you got to let her cook. Fuck. Let her cook. <laughs> let her, she's onto something. <laughs> she, the, do you know how ballsy it is to show up on a show first episode and not be invited to a cast trip and be like, I'm coming anyways and I'm making my own shirts. It's so. Not everyone can do that. <laughs> or production being like, you're going to show up in this trip. But and she's to like, do Sounds it. Great. Oh, but 100%. to do it. Like, there's so many people no, that. It's giving camp. It's also giving like sleepaway camp. It's giving camp as in camp. And then camp as in like, she's now, learning how to, to say canoe. Also, she's been on my podcast. And that's how I kind of like, ta- after talking to her for yeah. hours, um, really nice woman. Really of course, yeah. nobody's saying. I mean, that's this is totally separate than that. I just think that she's like so funny to watch. And then as the obviously people were hating on her, and then there was that one sit down with Monica. Mm-hmm. You know the one I'm talking about, where she kind of apologized and brought the book to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then everybody immediately was like, "Hmm," <laughs> you know, it's like oh, it's turning, it's turning. And then in the past couple of episodes, everyone's kind of like done a full. 180. 100% me. Like, I literally was like, why is she here? Why is she full time? This doesn't make sense. And then I swear to God, in the last several weeks, I was like, wait, do I? Am I obsessed with her? Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> I was like, wait a second. It went from me being like, what is happening? This is ludicrous that she's full time to being like, no, this is exactly right. Hot. And we can all agree she well, came she's into hot. Like, she's not in on the joke. And that used yeah. to be a joke. And now it's like, I don't even care. She, I honestly like <laughs> because punch if you really line think forever. about it, she's given us some of the most iconic moments of the season. She, um, she's the reason that we got anything out of Meredith this season. The rumors line was because Ooh. of Angie K. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, and most of the stuff has been people talking rumors, sp- spreading rumors about her family, whether it's the Greek mafia or the husband being gay, which, oh, oh there it is again. Oh my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. The um, Greek mafia edit from them oh, talking about God. her maybe being in the Greek mafia. Talking about her like she's like a Svengali, like Godfather, like right. criminal mastermind. And then it <laughs> cuts to her in a bikini that's like with the Greek flag on it, almost <laughs> drowning on a flamingo pool float. Pure art, artful direction. Honestly, <laughs> I was dying. And it's the way she's trying to like. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. It was fucking amazing i really there is something about it's gonna make history i can tell she i think she already has i mean there's something about salt lake this your, season your listeners that's just right now are probably wild like, what the fuck are they talking no about? they they understand this Do they're they here for the it? ride okay. they're 100 right. they understand okay. are here for the ride but the angie of it all is just so surprising to me because i really was sort of in disbelief and not thrilled about the fact that she was full-time and then all of a sudden i was like yeah oh my god this actually does make sense because it's just yeah. the energy from the season is so wild and she doesn't always respond well but that's perfect she yeah. almost never does it's great yeah it's great honestly we don't want them to be good at the stuff they shouldn't be no yeah. that it's actually more rare to have an angie than not like we're getting into a generation and have already been in a generation where it's more monica e you know people yeah. who well, have monica's, a, monica's the exception she's a good first season housewife i was True. actually talking to danny about this last week okay on the podcast shout out again yes listen. um no we were talking about um I had a long list of just like Monica's the exception because there's been so many first season housewives that have not like, you remember those days where it's like, we were like, 
when Shannon showed up, it was mm. like how you know, yeah. And then Dorinda, and then Dorinda. and then after three episodes, they're like, "How did we ever do this without you?" Yeah. You just always felt like totally. you were here. And Sonia too. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. Dolores being full time. Kelly Dodd also. Like when Kelly Dodd showed yeah. up, you were Agree. like, "This, I it can't believe sense. we did this without 100%, 100%. you." One hundred percent. Um, but I have not felt that way in a really long time, and the list goes on. It's like um, I was going through. It's like obviously Drew and Sanya are on the list. Um, flops. But then there's like. Who else? There were there was Jen and Noella on mm. OC. Now Jen Pedranti, I think, is gonna fantastic. I like, fantastic. I'm extremely into her. Bad at, another housewife, not good at this, and that's okay. Right? Doesn't know what she shrinks, and I don't know that she's like perfect for reality TV, but that's why I enjoy watching her because totally. she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, but with it's Monica, not a fair fight though. Jen, but that's a whole other thing. Totally. Tamara, yeah. yeah, that's a Tamara with Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Monica, how do you feel about her? Like, how do you personally feel about her, which is different from yeah. how is she doing on the show? I say show? this all the time. I feel like when my my thing with Monica is like I'm trepidatious about liking her mm-hmm. because um, we don't know what's happened yet. So yeah. it's like with that saying. Call. Yeah. It's that saying um, a crush is just a lack of information. Have you ever heard that? Oh, my God. Yeah. I haven't. But it makes me so sad because it's so, so true. true. It's like, I like you, but I know that I'm going to learn something soon. Oh and it's going to no. really make me dislike oh you. No. So I'm just kind of like, and also like Heather Gay is my, y'all aren't getting me off of her. Like, I love Heather Gay. So you didn't hop off the Heather train last season when literally all of us did. Oh, I'm not so. fake. And I ain't switching. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't switching. I don't give a fuck. I love Heather Gay. She's just like, yeah. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing me with free samples. Astapro is a first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. It delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Living in New York City is not easy. Just ask Sonia, trying to sell that house. There are so many mornings where I wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst cold of my life. And I realize it's actually from allergies. When my nasal allergies flare up, and that happens when the season changes and the temps get a little warmer than they normally are, I use Astapro, and I'm amazed at how fast I'm back in the game. And that game is looking for Dorinda on the Upper East Side. Astapro always has my back and nose. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Paris is always a good idea. And when I schlep on over to Europe to my favorite city in the world, I bring with me a few important phrases that I have learned from housewives. C'est bon, c'est bon. Chic, c'est la vie. Je m'appelle the Countess. N'est-ce pas, Luan? <laughs> and while those key phrases are important when speaking to any French bravoholic for other matters of life, That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. 
Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including, of course, French. It features fast language acquisition. It immerses you in so many ways. There's no English translations. So you really learn to speak, to listen, and to think in that language. It's an intuitive process. You pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. J'adore Chris Manzo. Et toi? There's a speech recognition filter, which gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's convenient with desktop and app options, and it's an amazing value. Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. A steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. In the words of Meredith Marks, when it comes to that week, week and a half before my period, I wish I was disengaging. My PMS is off the charts. Truly Uber Eats needs to check in and say, it's about that time, isn't it? I know it is. The cravings are crazy. I want to crawl out of my skin. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony and Estro Control, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For AGs who are friends of perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Happy Mammoth has hormone harmony. It's not just a supplement for women going through those stages. It's also become a phenomenon. Women can't stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of hormone harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ANDESGIRLS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code ANDESGIRLS for 15% off today. I'm engaging. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. 
I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Roe. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. So how's that going to work out for you now that things are sort of like at war between Monica and Heather in real time? Well, I don't really care. I mean, it's like, that's not not on fucking show, but I'll watch it. But yeah. um, And Heather's saying she won't film with her. The rest of the cast seeming reticent. People say that, but who knows, you know? I don't know. Once you're like in a production meeting and people are saying you need to film, I would assume that she would film. But we also don't know what the secret is. This is a special situation because it sounds like they're like dual lawsuits going on. Yes. And that's actually like, I think that's like in some people's contracts that you can't sue your castmates. No, you can't sue them civilly. But I think this is different because it has to do with like maybe debt collection or something. Mm. And it, no, oh, no, yeah. no, because it's not Heather personally suing her. It's Beauty Let's Lab. Bravo docket in here. Yeah, I know. We need to get a follow-up. I'm sure they're doing that on their pod. Um, I'm sure, yeah. Because- I yeah. like them, by the way. Oh, no, we love. We love Bravo Docket. I met them at um, BravoCon. I think it was like last year. They, one of them came up to me. Um, sorry. But they were so Angela, sweet. Angela, Sassy? I met them both, actually. Okay, yeah, so, love. Yeah, but they are so sweet. Yeah, they're incredible. All and honestly- All of them guys, if you're into all this like legal jargon and- Totally. And it's important to have them. It's important to have Emily D. Baker, that there are <clears throat> legal analysts, lawyers who are also Bravoholics, yeah. because we need someone to translate this for us. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of 
legal situation surrounding many of these housewives. So it's important to kind of get a little bit of clarity. Mm -hmm. Um, Not necessarily connected to a legal situation, but with these DMs, you know, there's a conversation online of was the DM about um, potentially Angie being in like uh, Angie being in the Greek mafia or owing money to the IRS, whatever it was. So allegedly, or according to Monica, Meredith reached out because she said, "I got a DM. Yeah. Did you were you also contacted?" According to Monica, she then checked in her DMs and was like, oh, I was contacted. And it was like a random Finsta account sharing information about Angie. Monica believes, as does seemingly the the rest of the cast or the majority of the cast, believes that it was Meredith or somebody in Meredith's circle who created a Finsta in order to deliver information. And that's probably why she knew that um, that Monica would have also received a DM. Do you think that that's possible? Do you think it's possible that Meredith would have done it? I don't really see it. Lisa Barlow seems very confident. Personally, so yeah, anything could be possible, but I don't know. Housewives fans in general are like some of them are so crazy. Yeah, but I feel like these per- these women probably get so many DMs. But how would about- she know that Monica specifically would have received one? Like, why call Monica, who's also, by the way, the newest housewife, and one yeah, could argue the most gullible, yeah. yeah, or the least kind of used to how this works? And why would she say to Monica specific? If we are to believe what Monica, what can- what, well. Yeah. Do you think that's connected? I was wondering if that was somehow connected well, no, with a phone I mean, call that like Meredith maybe brought it up first, though. So right, and I then I was thinking like, wait, what if it was somehow connected to the phone call that that's what Heather finds out? But I'm like, that's such a nothing burger. That's like nowhere near, because people already assume that it's Meredith. So if it turns out it was somehow Monica, it's like you're still saying that a cast yeah. member created this thing. So I don't know if oh. that's that would be an earth shattering revelation. I don't think it is. <laughs> This they're doing a really good job of keeping it under wraps. This is see, every other cast should take notes. This yeah. is how you do a season because I feel like I don't like Beverly Hills because I'm so sick of hearing about Kyle Richards and like do whatever you want. I don't care, but the fact that I have to hear about it for six months and then the show airs and then it's another mm-hmm. six months because you know it's like or however many months. I love when like Salt Lake City just like puts their head down and films all this crazy shit. Yeah, and I'm like, and then every episode I'm like, D- who knew this was happening? What the hell? Well, we also had you know? the season last season where it was like we knew what was going to happen because we knew about yeah. Jen. So like there, this, there's this no, is the breakaway. I, I have no idea what's happening. Which so is nice. I nice. feel like that's actually been helpful for Beverly Hills. Obviously, we have known for many months that Kyle and Mauricio are separated. And prior to that was a lot of speculation that they were separated. Mm-hmm. So people might understandably feel exhausted by litigating yeah. again whether or not they're separated because we know well i'm just sick of beverly hills in general because no matter what storyline it is they live it all out throughout the tabloids and i feel like they think that that's like a benefit for the show when to me i feel like it's kind of like it does them a disservice because it's like but don't you they have think, a lot of leaks but don't you i feel like that hasn't been the case this season no? because rin is no longer here that's something that they've talked about in press too that like there is a difference now because Lisa Rinna is no longer a part of the cast. So stuff yeah. isn't being, I don't think anything has been leaked. The only do thing, Lisa? do I? Yeah. Not no, even yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're, yeah. 100% not. Yeah, you're because not. I think she was so just done. She admittedly She's another one, though, she was who came imploding. In and it was like, how did we ever exist before? She her? was she incredible was for several seasons, but mm-hmm. then it's not supposed to be, it's not a lifetime appointment. And I would say the same thing about her that I said about Nini and Tell Kim. me. Her and Eileen are a great oh, duo. They so balanced good. each other out. They, they came in the first season. And like Lisa was a little sour. Mm-hmm. 
Eileen was a little sweet, cut it with the yep. sweet, and then they were always together, and they were just like a good duo. 100%. Without, when you took Eileen out, then it just became yeah. like Lisa and Erica, and I'm like, oh, this is just sour. Yeah. You know? So you're not feeling the energy of Beverly Hills? No, what are we doing? I think it's so interesting right now. What, I mean, uh -uh. like the new housewife, Anna Ann, driving me up a fucking wall was like- Anna Marie? Yeah, I Isn't mean, but also yeah. it's Anna, the literal lower Anne. third- <laughs> the lower third for this week literally had Anne-Marie. I'm calling her, her, her big dummy because who's going to marry a man that says they're like 8.5 across the board? Please get out of my face. She doubles down on it on the after show and she's like, you know, my husband objected to that and I'm thinking like, oh, thank God. He was like, I never said this. And she's like, no, I think at some points he said I was closer to a nine. Uh, I was like, babe. Please get out of my fucking face, lady. I, Can you <laughs> she imagine? Gives me the creeps. Who says that? Who at the peak of Rome, <laughs> at the peak of a honeymoon period when you're just starting to get to know someone or dating or about to get married or whatever, here's your husband say you're an eight and a half or you're a nine and is thinking through the lens of being pragmatic versus you want someone to be head over heels over you. Very and also, weird. are you allowed to judge him and give him a number on the scale? Because my guess is probably not. Could she yeah. say to him, oh, you know what this is meant to be? Because I think you're an eight and a half. You're an 8.5. How do you think he would have reacted to that? Not well. I wish a, I wish a 2.5 would call me eight and a half, please. <laughs> I mean, the only thing he has going for him on the show is the fact that he is Team Frosted Flakes. Because I'm like, if it's in the kitchen, if it's in the house, give the kids some sugar and some, you yeah. know, gluten. Just let let them be for a morning. We don't have to make yeah. this into a big thing. Like, you have it here if yeah. you bought it and it's in the kitchen <laughs> and they want it. I just <clears throat> think... I don't know, but those are her kids. She has yeah. every right to do whatever the hell she wants. I think the bigger issue is the fact that she's literally proud of the fact that he, her husband mm. called her and rated her on a scale. <laughs> it threw her body, face, intellect. I don't even know what else yeah. he cared about. Yeah. I assume I would hope other things and that she came out of that and she's like, and I won. I mean, what a prize, <laughs> what sweetie. A prize. Yeah. And then the way she's, I mean, she's obviously high energy, which I'm into it's her on the Tanya. Well, Tanya energy. You think? They're both Toronto too, aren't they? You come you compare her to Tanya? I don't see that at all. Tanya's, Tanya's the one Tanya? from from Atlanta, right? Yeah. Yeah, they give me kind of Tanya. Yeah, she gives me Tanya. Really? But also, I didn't like Tanya either, so... Oh, I Oh, my God, your listeners are probably like, who does he like? Well, no, I mean, the Tanya thing... Tanya, to <laughs> me, was, like, much more even-keeled versus... No, she's the... in pretty high energy, too. Just kind of like... Really? Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I'm going to have to reflect on that, because I feel like what we're getting right now from Anna Ann is just this sort of ego drive but a lack of understanding that is actually not concerning to me, but just frustrating when she's listening to Kyle tell her stuff that's been filtered through Kyle's mm -hmm. mind yeah, of yeah. like, she has a skinny esophagus. I don't know what that means, but it's funny. And then presenting to Sutton the fact that Sutton used language that she never did, that is Kyle's interpretation, and then blaming her and also questioning her. Talking about how she doesn't eat. I don't know. The whole thing is, icky. again, icky storylines, whether it's yeah. like, it's just like, what are we talking about, E.G.? Someone like, it's completely Especially inappropriate. As a medical, inappropriate I medical know. professional. I'm like, and she was wrong, by the way, about the alcohol and medication. There's several different times. She's obviously wrong. She keeps saying to Sutton, like, though, if you have a, an issue with your esophagus, that's not the actual medical condition. That's just a reaction to it. And it's like, you didn't even fucking ask her any of that information. She doesn't have to give that to you, but you're questioning 
how her body operates and her reaction to it and telling her both there's something else going on that Mm -hmm. is potentially concerning and that she's lying to you or wrong about the medicine aspect of it, which is completely inaccurate. And then on the after show, this stupid bitch doubles down and she says (laughs) Sutton is a Sutton's supposed to be um, uh, God, I think I fucking wrote it down because I was literally in Starbucks and I was so upset she said something along the line oh she said you're a role model you need to take that seriously and you're not eating and for people who deal with eating disorders and disordered eating it was some nuts feedback <laughs> when you consider the fact that you're all basing this on people talking about whether or not Sutton ate a sandwich and you've now interpreted you don't even know this woman yeah. you've interpreted that to be a symptom of having an ED based on absolute rumor and speculation and then on the after show mm-hmm. Kyle Erica Dorit Crystal everybody maybe not Dorit but definitely Crystal everybody has a story about the fact that Sutton has talked about her condition and has had unfortunately several occasions where she has quite literally started choking on food there is certain food that she is not able to eat because of her condition and because of the reaction of her esophagus and like at one point Kyle's joking about it and saying what do you want on the after show and she's like what do you want us to treat you like a baby bird and chew your food and put it in your mouth which is like so absolutely disgusting and then Crystal's talking about the fact that she literally was choking on a um, sprinter van in Aspen like literally choking repeatedly and then that's in conversation with Dorit who's like seemingly a little surprised. And then you're cutting then to Kyle and Erica laughing about the fact that they know she was choking on a previous trip and and laughing about it. Yeah, they're weird. It's so gross. It's so disgusting. Dr. Nicole would never. Dr. Nicole would be like, shut the fuck up, number one. <laughs> and number two, like, I'm sure she's a well-regarded medical professional, but like, sweetie, you're off on this. You are, ab- I don't know if it's because she's performing because she's on Housewives. She genuinely isn't capable of listening, which is a really serious issue if you're working in anesthesia, but yeah. fuck, man. She's not a mother. She's not a mother, capital M. She's a mother, lowercase M. I'm sure she's a great mom. She's not a capital. <laughs> she's not a capital M. She's not a capital M. She's certainly not an exclamation point. Yeah, I am into her because she's giving me feelings. It's just unfortunate, maybe for her, because all of my feelings right now, truly, in the over the course of the last episode, I was like, this woman can suck it. Like, yeah. I just really am not into her. But I don't think she's bad casting. We need people like that. But maybe not when it comes to like conversation about ED stuff and stuff she shouldn't go near. And the fact that she's doubling down on it, she looks like an idiot. She looks like an idiot. And I know she's a very smart woman. Not looking forward to more of her. At some point, it turns against Crystal, but I don't know how. It's this weird, like, she called me a doctor, maybe, or something. I don't know what Crystal's any of that means. Crystal's mostly talking on the blogs, but she's not saying a peep on the show. I want to. Yeah, s- it's got to be the other way around. I know. Got to. <laughs> I'm hoping that that happens somewhat soon at this point this what are season. We doing? Well, I feel like there was some sort of like hint that the second half of the season is more focused on her maybe or she might have posted that on social. So, I'm I think it's going to be between her and um Anna and Anna Banana. Anna Banana is really not my energy at all. But again, great casting. Um unrelated, I'm not looking forward to New Jersey. I mean, I'm going to uh-huh. watch it, but because of there's so many people i feel like they have like eight do they have eight people do they i mean with with jen and jen it's like eight women how do we feel about this whole jackie situation <laughs> i don't know it's not good it's not good it's not good i don't like it 
<laughs> I feel like it's genuinely, it's a lot of us think? who are like, who no. are into Jackie on the show and we're all just looking at each other and we're really like, she made a bad call. Like, I don't know anybody who was like, this was a great idea. It's I don't weird. know anybody who thinks it's real. I think she really I did it. I can't question but the validity of it because I haven't seen them in I can. together, but I do know... Jackie, but I don't know. I love Jackie as I a love person. Jackie, obviously, yeah. That's but why we I'm have like, to get past get that. Like we, you know what I'm saying? But like I also that's love not Margaret, enough. So I'm just like, I don't know what's going so, on. Oh my god, I'm so glad you referenced that because I wasn't even thinking. I was just thinking in terms of like switching teams. Oh, Margaret's. But that's the a Margaret stuff. <laughs> oh, Margaret's a mother. Again, Capital like M. Margaret, you're not Capital giving me Margaret. Like I love Margaret. Yeah. Um, she's so yeah. quick. I cannot believe. Show up in my DMs talking about Margaret. You get blocked so quickly. <laughs> I don't argue with trolls. Immediately Wait, blocked. I've had people reach out to me and be like, I don't know why Pet Shop Boy blocked me, but you and I have had. Wait, a... what? Really? Yeah. I told you about that. Or recently? No, this is a while oh, ago. Oh, because one thing about me, I block. I know. I'm like, I don't, you and I, have... I don't fight. I block. Bloop. <laughs> I go about have... my day. <laughs> you and I have talked about that because sometimes I'm like, I really battle with blocking people some people are a quick block and some yeah. people are like this energy is so toxic but oh, i feel no. like they're looking for me to block them so then i feel like should i but then other people i'm like 100 percent, i have to but i you not have a moment something. in my head no you're not, not just vibes just me and the block button <laughs> i'm you like really you're not do. about to steal an ounce of my energy today like which no. is so smart yeah no it's so smart yeah i'm not letting that take my energy i'm letting life do that yeah amen <laughs> So with Jackie. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, no your hype gut, about it. What does your gut tell you if it's like, God forbid we do a poll that's like Team Jackie versus Team Marge? Because that's that poll is absolutely well, going to happen. I'm probably going to go on Team Marge because, you know. And also, I mean, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but if it were came down to today, mm -hmm. Team Gorga versus GDJ, or I guess it's Team Ruelas now. No, oh it's God. still Judy J. We're not giving yeah, yeah, yeah. him the last name. Are you fucking kidding me? He would change his name to Judy J if he could. I don't have a problem with the Gorgas. Like I, I think they're fun TV. Oh, I didn't think that's what you were gonna say. Oh no, I just like I, I like think the gonna Gorgas. Say something surprising. I, I like Melissa. I don't think she's a bad housewife. I don't think she's a great housewife. But I think she's like a necessary ingredient in Jersey uh, to me. But that's just my opinion. And I don't think she's as like underhanded and nasty as people think that she is. Well, Teresa keeps pushing that this upcoming and I don't know if it's she keeps saying it's like validating or Yeah, validating and it's not something. that she I said that at the, about the reunion and then it wasn't. But I for some reason I like kind of believe her just in terms of like there being something that happens. I don't know why I feel that because I'm a hundred percent a Gorgita Crunch. This isn't no. against Melissa. I'm just wondering what happens this season. Yeah. Like, is there something that actually happens? that reveals information or is this just Louis present stuff or you know a magical envelope appears and Literally it has don't need to see him on my television ever like he could phone it in do a voice do a voiceover and she that's is it. We don't... fucked <laughs> I wanted her to find her happy ending yeah. with that wonderful wedding hair and it just I'm so I hope for her the best I really His son is handsome okay yeah yeah he has two great kids and she's got four great daughters and it's like I just have two kids. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has two kids, and one of his kids lives with autism. And mm -hmm. Teresa has become an autism advocate and has seemingly like educated herself on the matter. And that is fantastic. And what they are doing together for like charity stuff is great. But you think fuck. she read books? Huh? Think she read books? I mean, no. But audiobooks. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she's an author, right? She, she she's yeah. written some cookbooks. <laughs> she's she's putting some pasta she, together. She's writing, and she was like, "Come in." What's that? She's like, what's that common? Ingredients. Ingredients. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, 
Do you remember when Lauren Manzo went on a reunion and she was like, what's she's like, what's napalm mean? What's napalm? Yeah, it was napalm it was in mean? your it was in your blog. What's napalm? And Teresa was just it's just you saw her. Lauren was off. way too smart for that entire stage. Yeah, she showed up and she, that was the energy we kind of need. Honestly, if there was I know people were talking Lauren about like would make a great housewife. That's the thing, because people are talking about Gia, but Gia's like literally 21 years old or whatever. It's way too young. I don't want to have that conversation. And too Lauren nasty Manzo- to be that young, like too like kind of like like charged, like her, all of her conversations, like she's talking just as much. She's talking just as Gia? much. Yeah, like on the oh, show. I don't. I don't know. I, don't I just like it throws me the wrong way. She's talking about like her uncle and her aunt, and I'm like, this is weird now because now we're getting the kids involved. And but I feel uh, like she has the right to use her voice. She's no, she age. does. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, I, I there's something. But about I have the, the right to say that it's fucking annoying. I know, and also she has confessionals. And <laughs> I don't like, dislike once Gia, you start, by the way. No, gorgeous girl, gorgeous gowns, <laughs> beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. I, I'm a Melania. I'm more of a Melania. Like well, that's who my isn't? Melania. Yeah, is Melania's a, a fucking icon. But, she is. Yeah, truly. When Melania like takes to her TikTok, which I only see until or the like, one three that days looks later like on Instagram. Adrian. Oh, the, the one I was Gabriella? dropping with a stork, like literally yeah, with a stork. 100%. Like, like she doesn't want to do. You know, she's in University yeah. of Michigan. She's living her best life. Those jeans were not fighting overtime <laughs> on that one. They were like, <laughs> we're gonna give you a break. We're gonna give the GDJ. <laughs> jeans. And she's not. She's personality wise not like any of the other siblings, which I think is always the case when you have like a big family. There's yeah. always one kid who's like, I don't want to be a part of this in any way. I mean, which I love. I love that energy. All of the Gorga kids look just like Melissa. Yeah, they do. I was like, damn, like. The jeans, Italian jeans, we yeah, love. I was like the jean. Uh, wait, what is this? Yeah, jean pool. His his jeans. I'm like, fight back, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is there any of you in there? <laughs> the I kids mean, are gorgeous. Yeah, all, the, all of the Jersey kids, honestly. I don't know what's gonna happen. Wait, I, I don't either. I thought I'm worried. this last season was really good. I was like one of the few people. I think who that was Danielle's into it. a flop. I'm sorry. You do. I hope I'm proved wrong this season, but I thought she was. She could be added to that pile of first wives, yeah. first season housewives, where I'm just like, yeah. Well, I mean, I talks ha- a big game in interviews, right. and Does. then when it actually comes to like, yeah, when it the runs, yeah, she's a runaway bride. Yeah, my brain is not like working. Today, no, it totally is, a hundred percent. And I was surprised by. The kind of shift in even my opinion, because I assumed when the season started that I would think like Rachel was kind of a nothing burger. And I then like it Rachel. Took, and then I really liked Rachel. Shout out to Rachel Fuda. She was on my Shout podcast. Out to Go Rachel back Fuda. and listen to. Oh, that. great. Yeah. During uh, what? Was it during last season? Last Since season. Last season? Okay. It was like the third or fourth season uh, episode in. So it was pretty early on, but she was able to talk about quite a bit. So I really like her. She's so cool. do I. She's, she's really, really smart. smart. She's really smart. really smart. We love the love that she has for her. Um, stepson now her adopted son we love the story we love her husband and it seems organic like it seems like i don't know there's something about her i like her i feel like she could go the the distance do you think that danielle wanted it too much do you think it was in terms of like she or she was like so perfect for it that it didn't deliver and maybe she'll come into her own this season she was just too nervous i think the whole point of bringing rachel and danielle on was to break up this divide, this like weird dynamic where it's yeah. like split half and half. Mm-hmm. And Danielle just came in and fit right into it. Danielle yeah. was like, well, I'm only going to talk to Jennifer and Teresa and I'm only going to hang out with mm-hmm. them and, and immediately start having problems with Mark. It just felt so like, what are we doing? We just, we, could, we wasted a paycheck when we could have gotten someone who's like, Jen Fessler could have had that and been more of a person in the medium, in the, in the middle. And that would have served the show better. Jen Fessler. But now did... we've got two different shows going on. 
Totally. Jen Fessler also ha- did that um, Page Six Live. Shout out to Evan mm-hmm. and Danny. Iconic. Uh, Iconic Evan duo. Reel was on my podcast <gasps> we recently. love Evan Real. We love Evan and Danny. Go back and listen to that one, guys. Guys, you have to <laughs> go through the catalog. Um, but uh, they did a Page Six Live event together. Yeah. And there was, re- you guys have to watch that video because there was so much tension between the two of them on stage. Oh, really? Jen and was, um, Danielle? Yeah, which I was really oh, into. I thought they seemed like they about that okay. i i would be curious as to what actually happens this season and how much of it fessler is in because i am into jennifer fessler i like her yeah mm-hmm. she's again super smart which we love nice jewish girl we love a nice jewish girl yeah. who swallows mozzarella whole in <laughs> a moment of panic i mean who doesn't connect with that um speaking of connections how are you feeling about miami loving it um, a little bit of a slow kind of like lull right now, but I'm glad mm. we're finally on a trip. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that we're finally addressing like things, small things that I noticed like at the end of last season, okay. like that Lisa only talks about Lenny. Only. It's her whole, and who hasn't had a friend who goes through a breakup or mm-hmm. something like that? And it's like, also the Larsa talking about Marcus and bringing him everywhere. Again. I'm glad they're addressing these things. Yeah, I think it was Kiki that brought it yeah, up. Yeah, Kiki's the one who's addressing all these things. Honestly, Kiki is like her. a fantastic friend of. Yes. I wish we saw more or any of her personal life. I know she's a friend of, but it's yeah. like we there's. I think we get the right amount for me personally, okay. but I get it. But I get it. She really, though, I feel like she's been so important both last season and this season. But I am. I do not want Jody, God bless, and Marcus to be. He. We need to have more Jody's group cute. events. Okay, we need to have more <laughs> events of just the cast. I do not need to see the boyfriends at every single fuck. Fo- because it's like if I was Larsa or Lisa, I would depend on them for support. And we, you know, great that you have a partner who's supportive, but yeah, I don't need not the in these dynamics. Yeah. Have that when you get home. Have that at like a few couples events. We don't need this every single time. Yeah. They should have something else that they want to do aside from being on camera. What is it? The Bechtel? The Bechdel test? Is that the, is that the right thing? That yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Of the amount of, of a film or a scene between two women that's not about a, a man, man where it's just Usually women, it go God forbid. than a minute and 30 seconds or something, right? <sighs> I forget yeah, the yeah, timing. Something. But Miami passes the Bechdel test, just probably not when it's with Lisa in a scene. Larsa could pass the Bechdel test, except it might not reflect well on Larsa, but she can certainly <laughs> pass the test. I mean, Larsa saying to Gertie, oh, we well, aren't in preschool, so no I don't need to apologize. I don't think she remembers what happens in preschool. That's the time when you're taught how to apologize. <laughs> they, they're not, it's not, li- apologizing to people isn't limited to preschool. Yeah. I, I, I like at the beginning when she first came back, I was like, oh my God, she's, well, especially at the beginning of last season, I was mm-hmm. like, this is going to be her season. She's obviously a terrible person, but like interesting to watch because she just Super has zero. I feel like it's literally just like elevator music in her, yeah. in her brain 24 seven, except it's like Drake songs. And it's just like, and it's just like visions of like bottles, like bottle girls, like running through her brain, like an empty club. But then she's the one who had, I mean, listen, she did terrible things with Gertie. She still doesn't understand it. And I almost guarantee you that she's going to quadruple down at the reunion. But she's the one who had great and has had great insight when it comes to divorce litigation, researching attorneys, being oh, yeah. conservative There's with your money. She knows about it scamming. 
it's not, but that's not scamming to me. She's like saying you need to be conservative with your money. She's being smart. She's like, she is the person who's actually informing the rest of the group in a way that feels consistent. She learned something from her high profile divorce. So, but I think she did. Like, she's smarter than people give her credit for. She just chooses sometimes to be an asshole. I don't think she's a dumb person. I think people fall into that trap of just assigning some of these women being like an idiot. And it's like, she's just dumb because she doesn't want to apply any of that to like, there's no street smarts too, but it's just like, in terms yeah, of like group dynamics and like the way she deals with people and just I like she, I don't know that I think she's stubborn. I think that's yeah, just she's being incredibly stubborn. stubborn. That's for sure. She's stubborn to like a very high degree, and she's not great at listening. As a former, as a cancer survivor myself, mm-hmm. I was disgusted when I mean it was one thing about telling Gertie's business to everybody. Only six hours later, that was one thing, right? But then when she went further. And then was a when they approached her or when Gertie approached her about it, mm-hmm. she said something like, Well, you were drinking, you had champagne. Are you even supposed to be drinking when you it's like when it's just like I can't even imagine like going that level to like yeah. make someone feel uncomfortable about their choices, their life choices. Like she can drink if she her doctor says she can. Like how what do you know about this? It was just like, I don't know. It was really like, especially when you go through something like that. I don't know. Everybody's different. But mm-hmm. like, you already feel like you are you don't want people to know about things. I mean, everyone's, I don't know. I don't want to get too into it. But it's just like, I can imagine what Gertie was feeling. And it's less about telling people and more about how you're like questioning it. And mm-hmm. like, look, p- trying to pick it apart and being like, well, is it even that serious of a cancer? And it's just like really private stuff. I don't know. And to play it out on like national TV is another level. So if Gertie never talked to that woman again, I wouldn't blame her. Well, and she also said um, at one point she was essentially turning this into it just being like a quote unquote normal housewives fight where she was like, essentially, if she's mad at me, then I'll be mad at her and she can just yeah. go fuck herself. And I just thought like this is life and death stuff. This is crazy. It, and it's incredibly intense. And, and why would you want to add on to this woman's stuff that she's already totally. got going on in her life? Like I Great can't point. even imagine like I like I. Why would why would you want to fight with her about anything? Just say you're fucking sorry and be there for her. Like this is insane. I'm actually shocked because this is the first housewife. I think that I mean we've had housewives that have had cancer before mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. this is the first time I think it's ever happened while they're filming and it's being addressed in real time. Right? She found out while filming. This is terrible. Film. I feel like there might have been some something. I yeah, forget. I could, I'm I could so be sorry. forgetting. I, yeah, I yeah. Forget. I forget. But I mean, I just feel like we're not even really getting. I know that they don't want to get too mired in mm-hmm. the the drama of it with her and maybe trying to give her space to like deal with her stuff but we're not even really like i mean this is a big deal and it happened during filming she found out during, during filming. filming i mean this is like even though i don't know what stage breast cancer and stuff like that but this i just i'm shocked that we're not covering more of the hospital trips or at least what's kind of going on with her because it could even though it might be difficult to cover it could help so many women i think that we will I think yeah, that maybe, there will maybe, be. Yeah, I think I this so. is like early days. She just got diagnosed. She's talking about her first surgery. She's talking about the, I think during the biopsy, there will be a determination of whether yeah. or not she'll need chemo, if that's accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so I think we will get more into that. But I think they're probably also having conversations with her about like, what is your comfort level? Like, yeah. how much of this do you want to be completely without cameras? Props to Gertie. I mean, Loving what her. she's doing is... Yeah. 
I just can't imagine being going in her position, that. going through that. And then she is essentially begging Larsa in the last episode, like, <laughs> just say sorry. Just say sorry. Yeah. We will. I I will. And she's saying in the confessional, like, at a certain point, you have to almost remove yourself from the situation. She's just she's trying to help Larsa. Yeah, she's, she's saying to walk you through this she's, apology. She's quite literally. <laughs> I mean, if you're she's treating her like a preschooler in the terms yeah. of like, here is the picture. You just need to draw inside the lines. And I know I said inside the lines but that is where you need to she's showing her exactly this is all i need all i need is for you to say i'm sorry that this hurt you and she won't and larsa won't do it i can't imagine that i can't Shocked imagine that being nobody the else person. in the group besides obviously obviously the good faction yeah. of people which is like the dr nicole julia and yeah. adriana, adriana who is like alexia obviously, and alexia, alexia said too, some stuff too but i'm surprised that they haven't like taken her aside and been like Girl, just say you're fucking sorry because this is nuts at this point. Like you're well, looking crazy. Lisa was also not doing a great job in a yeah. previous episode with it too. So yeah. like, and Lisa and Larsa are obviously very close, not close enough to like check out our fragrance instead of going to Bocce or whatever the <laughs> fuck, but like croquet. croquet. But um, I, it, it's not a, it, it does not reflect well on Larsa even a little bit. And it's just, it's just one of those things of like, it doesn't matter who's right, even though LOL it 100% does and Gertie is 1000% right. Yeah. What matters is that you put aside your bullshit mm -hmm. and your baggage and you support this person. And yeah. Larsa turning this into, because she's being filmed, because she's on a housewife show and thinking this is, I don't even know if she's thinking strategically in that way or or this is truly how she reacts to things. But to not step out of yourself if yourself is totally connected with those kinds of responses and just be there for this person yeah. and just say, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, God. Gertie, if you don't light that lady's ass up at this reunion. <laughs> I assume that she will. I, but as you said, I hope that other cast members will. Stand, yeah, no, stand they need her. to also, that's what's also disappointing is they're not holding her feet to the fire as much as they should. But Dr. Nicole's always got her back. So as a mother does. <laughs> And I'm also really appreciative for you to share that because I think that it, perspective is incredibly important. Yeah. And I it's, mean, I can't vocalize. I'm not vocal. Like I have the thoughts in my head. But, you're doing a great yeah. job of vocalizing it. Yeah. You are. And that's a Just vulnerability I, know how it I appreciate. Feels. I could feel yeah. Gertie in that moment. And I was like, this sucks. Like, mm. yeah. Did you have friends when you were going through that experience who were not there for you in ways that you expected? No, honestly, everyone. Great. I've been lucky that everyone good. showed up for me. Okay. Good. Um, but I, can't imagine that not being the case and, yeah. and watching it in real time on like happening to Gertie. Although this is like, obviously these are some of these people are more of her coworkers, but mm. even still, like, it's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's disappointing that they're making her like argue about this stuff when she has bigger things on her plate. Well, I was also thinking about that and watching because I was catching up on episodes of Miami and just thinking like, I actually think that the cast of Miami genuinely has love for each other yeah. and affection for each other mm -hmm. that no other franchise does right now. Yeah. I really think it's like grounded in genuine love. Yeah. That there's like... The, like Salt Lake City has like camaraderie, uh, but I don't think they like no, love each uh, other. No, 100% don't. And there's like active dislike i think with miami and it's funny because even else. like heather and whitney are related but like i feel LOL. like they kind of hate each no, other they're the cocktail most. party cousins <laughs> they found out by accident that somebody <laughs> was married to somebody at one point yeah. in time and they've been dining out on that until they stopped can i ask you just circling back to this if someone was listening and a loved one had just been diagnosed or mm -hmm. they were diagnosed or they know someone is there some advice that you would advise of like something that can really help a family member or friend who's going through a really tough experience. It could be cancer. It could be another kind of like health condition, illness, 
something that like helped you of like a friend saying, you know, instead of saying, how can I support you? Maybe they were showing you how they could support you. Or was there anything that you found See, really beneficial? Different for me, it wasn't yeah. like over like, like huge gestures. It yeah. was really just checking in, yeah. just making sure that they know that you're thinking of them. And yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to be different though. So totally. um, I think sometimes it can be like kind of like isolating in a way. So mm-hmm. maybe like getting them out of their house and mm-hmm. getting them to do things. But like I said, everyone's different. Yeah. But the main thing is just letting them know that you're there mm-hmm. and just like, don't stress them out with things. And like, don't again, don't, don't, don't do Larsa. the opposite of what, like, <laughs> don't Larsa yeah, guys. Yeah. Don't Larsa. <laughs> She's a derelict mother. <laughs> Negligent. Capital M, not lowercase M, capital M. God, it's it's. I wonder how she's watching these. I assume she's watching these episodes. She's like, damn. Marcy gives me that she doesn't watch her own show. It's getting oh, like yeah, she seems like the type of housewife who's like, oh yeah, like I lived it. I don't need to watch it. You know what I mean? She probably yeah. like only watches the three episodes they get before the reunion because she has to. I wonder if Lenny's watching. I feel like he has to be, or his lawyers are. His his new wife is. She's such she's such a fan. I'm sure. Jesus, what a mess! <laughs> what, a, what a mess! Also, what Lisa was saying about um, Lenny's mom being like, "Your his new girlfriend or whatever is going to be a better mother." She can go fuck herself. The mother. Yeah, Lenny's mom essentially, according to Lisa, telling her she's a bad mom while they were getting into some sort of like drag out fight in their house with the kids nearby. Don't love it. Don't love that energy from grandma. Listen, I'm not saying that story about the Marisol, the Santeria stuff that they were talking about. Remember they were, ta- that was part of the, oh, that was on the new episode. Oh shit. Did I miss a new episode? Well, it's the one that just came out Fuck. today. Oh, I and they were like, there it. was rumors about like, um, Marisol going to like a sensitive woman. I don't know. And like, no, you know, no, wait, I watched that. Putting a curse or something on No, Adriana? I watched that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah. think it might have come out last night. I don't know if it's true or not, but Marisol, if you don't get on that real quick. <laughs> oh, that was the episode where Julia was talking about hanging out with Marisol's ex. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I don't. Yeah, okay. I think I watched it last night. I've literally lost track of time because I watched so much Housewives yesterday and today, but I 100% watched that. Which ex was she talking about? Was Where's she talking Mama about Elsa when we I know, need her? for real. Every time Where's I Mama see, Elsa when we need her? Oh my God, please, please. bring her back. We Ugh. miss. But was that the ex who we saw, who was the one who um, saran wrapped fish the first season of Miami? Was that when she was talking about her ex, I did not know which ex she was talking about. Mm. Like the one she was married to where we saw their like ski No, marriage. I think that's just a different person between. Oh, Okay, because I was curious about that. No, no. Otherwise, they would have done flashbacks. It is weird how much Julia seems to be trusting in the ex saying, like, she was a piece of shit to me because it's an ex. They're going to have a perspective about the person they were with that's probably not positive. I'd be happy to have a storyline outside of opera singing. Oh, my God. I love. Are you kidding me? It was cute. I thought it was so I'm sweet. glad we wrapped that storyline up within the first no, couple of weeks. B, I thought it was so sweet. It was, I was sweet, so but I'm, but like sweet. I didn't need the lessons every week. And I'm like, okay, let's let's keep, you know what I mean? But, but listen, I, but it was a sweet party. Were, yeah, it was a nice, was, it was a nice so, gesture. Yeah, and it showed the amount of effort she put in. And Martina's face. No, I agree face, with that, but yeah. That's one of those things where like I thought to myself, like, I don't know that this is like the right surprise. And then when I looked at Martina's face, I was like, well, that is why they're together. Because Julia knows her wife and yeah. she knew how much Martina would love it. And Martina's face was like lit up. She's she was sweet. so happy. I thought it was so sweet. Um, she's a turf though. So yeah, we don't love that energy. But she um, gets no love from me. <laughs> you can go fuck herself. On that note, we are quite literally <laughs> rapping. On that note, B, can you can you tell the EGs? 
<laughs> we are literally, literally one of the most chaotic episodes. I'm extremely into because our energy is uh, a mess. We are a mess. This is what happens when I'm like watching Beverly Hills with background music. It's just my <laughs> life becomes chaos. Um, can you tell the AGs a little bit about the B list and also your Patreon and exclusive bonus? Um, yeah, the B list is just like basic pop culture, current events. It's basically a counterpart to my Instagram stories. And if anyone's familiar with those, those are kind of chaotic, but it does cover a lot of Bravo. Yeah. Um, and politics. And politics, too. Some yep. touch on it. Um, yeah. Pop culture. Um, recent guests include Danny Pellegrino. We've had Preston Mitchum from um, Summerhouse Martha's mm-hmm. Vineyard. I'm going to have Jordan. Emmanuel coming up from Summer House Incredible. Martha's Vineyard just because I love that show. It's love of love. I call it Spicy Summer House. <laughs> there's plain Summer House and then there's Spicy Summer I'm House. I'm so behind in both yeah. Summer Houses. I need to catch up. You need to watch Martha's I, Vineyard. I, I if heard everybody it was needs so to. good. It is really good. It's just like an easy, cute, fun group. Okay. Easy, easy watch. How many episodes? Like eight or ten? Yeah, it's like it's like super, super short. Because they're only in the house for two weeks. Really? Yeah, first season. So whoa, that's it's nuts. Can you imagine filming an entire show and there being eight and you were they there did for it two weeks? <laughs> and they had, I don't want to give anything away, but they had multiple cast exits. So I heard about that, I think, honestly, because, you know, I stalk your Instagram stories because yeah. you are literally the funniest were, person on Instagram. They got people up out of that house. Every other week they said, I don't like the way, I don't like the way she looked at me. Fuck her. Kick her out. <laughs> and then they'd move someone else in. And then they were like, we're only here for like a week. Oh Who's this God. new person? It's just fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Incredible. Um, trying to think of other recent guests. Evan Real from Page Six. Love. Um Faces by Bravo, who's also Stephen. Love, we love. Um, I'm trying to think of other guests recently. Those are Um, that's an amazing group of guests. Yeah, we have fun people. That's great. And then you also have your Patreon, which is the B side. The B side, which is just the bonus episodes. So, like for instance, like Danny Pellegrino and I kept going, and it was like incredible, almost just as long as the first episode. The free yeah. episode um so that's a good place to get the the tea afterwards. and where can people follow you what's the patreon um patreon.com slash the b list is the where you can subscribe to the bonus episodes Phenomenal. and then you can get the b list anywhere you listen to podcasts love it follow you on instagram find me on instagram pet shop boy find me on twitter the underscore pet shop boy um i don't really tweet also i don't fight y'all so you get blocked immediately don't yeah, DM me about funny warning. shit yeah no i block but i also say hi like if you're really sweet i love it like but i don't play games so <laughs> so it's <laughs> one thing real. about me i don't play games over there like i don't fight y'all if you show up in my dms or my mentions <laughs> talking about on some fuck heather dare fuck angie k you're getting blocked i don't care i'm not fighting y'all fraggle rock characters <laughs> I'm just telling y'all straight up from the gate up. That's how I run my shit. Truly, I'm laughing so hard. That's how I run my shit over on my socials. I don't know what y'all doing yours. I don't fight people, but I love when people say hi. Um, but say hi properly. Otherwise, yeah, I love y'all. Like, yeah, up. but don't don't come on. Don't come at me about some I hate Angie K because you will get shot. Should I just start automatically <laughs> blocking people? I think that's my the year 2024. What are year are we going into? 2024 is going to be the year of the block. Do it. Maybe I just need to start blocking people. Do it. Okay, yeah. so be careful with my jams. Chase that feeling. I want to chase that feeling. Who are you leaving behind in 2024 before we get off? Oh, God, everybody. Honestly. I'm leaving Bethany behind. <sighs> Didn't we already leave her, though? I was still fucking with her. Like, I was rocking with her, but yeah, I'm fully, like, when I see her, I'm scrolling now. I'm not stopping to watch the cottage cheese videos anymore. Uh, yeah. What she has done with cottage cheese. Yeah. Did you read that New York Magazine piece? Oh, yeah. 
We talked about it. Did. Me and Danny talked about it uh, last last week. I did a dramatic reading of the entire piece for Patreon, and it was the happiest I felt that entire week. <laughs> was literally reading it out loud and then talking about cottage. She cheese thought that was going to be a cute minutes. interview too. Like she really thought that. Like she literally said, "You cannot name the brand of cottage cheese." Can you imagine saying that to a New York Magazine writer? You cannot name the brand because she doesn't have a brand deal with them. It's cottage cheese. <laughs> if you have a brand deal with cottage cheese, like we've gone the wrong route in cheese. Yeah. You should not be proud of that. Cheddar, on the other hand, I mean, Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Call me. Oh, actually, don't because I don't have dairy. But like not cottage cheese. Cottage cheese is not where it's at. Yeah. Um, you know what is where it's at? The Andy Scrolls Patreon, number one way to support the pod. You get exclusive bonus episodes and so much more. $2 a month gets you my love and thanks. $5 a month gets you two bonus episodes. 10 gets you four. And there's also that premium tier, the People's People's Couch, where you can record a Patreon app with yours truly or just have a private Zoom Kiki, which I love to do. So sign up for that and get those extra goodies at patreon.com slash Scrolls. Follow me on Instagram and threads at Dame Galley. See what happens. I'm carrying this block energy. And we're just maybe don't fuck with. Oh, yeah. Threads. We love threads. Mm -hmm. Um, We're just going to try to see what happens, I guess. Oh, are your um, phone cover? You have the light pink. I have the light lilac. Yeah. They're like cousins. (laughs) Are they mother? Capital M. Mother. Thank you. (laughs) Um, On that note, guys, thanks so much for listening. And we will chat with you soon. Bye bye. (laughs) 